Welcome to Urban Lifestyle Cafe, Episode 8. Michael and I have my wife here, Alicia. Hello, people. How are you? We're good today. So, today is our tech talk, but what we're going to do is an extended tech talk on tech news. It's a couple of things we want to discuss, especially during the holiday season, and there's a lot of quick news that's coming up. But one that's been fascinating us for the last, uh, probably the last couple of years, but we got the data. Uh, actually to speak to was 13% of Americans don't use the internet. Why? Why? Who? Who the hell are they? I Why? Mean, Why? It's, it's really interesting. So when you see that number or you hear that number, you're kind of looking at it like, who are these people? You know, <laughs> and, and, and the demographics, the economic status, the environment, uh, the genders all play a part, all play a part. Ethnicity. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different things. So um, sometimes we take for granted because we're probably in an environment with like minded people who actually use the Internet as a daily thing, almost as not even a necessity, but uh, something that just has to be. And they have to have it. So we found that interesting. Well, hell, you know, we've been doing internet when it first came out. Yes. When they had a modem and you go. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) So so way back to that point, way, way back to that point, we were looking at, hey, this is something new. Let's jump on it. Um, So the first one, it it, kind of talks about the disparity of who's not doing it. And it's men and women. So um, I kind of thought about this based on more than just straight gender. Um, And this was uh, 2016. And this is 20. Yep, the, the data is from 2016. Yeah, okay, we're gonna go, we're gonna follow the data. Yeah, we're, we're gonna, gonna follow, follow the, data. the data, okay? So, as my husband was saying, it says adults. The bad news is, I'm so disappointed. Go ahead and so, say it. I'm so disappointed in my ladies. So my ladies. women is at what? <laughs> ladies is what? 15%. Oh, my God. Don't use the internet. What's the matter with y'all? So 15% of women and 12 of men. Now, that probably, now this, is, this is just the internet. We're not talking smartphones. So, so, I mean, so they still collect it. So women may use more apps. Uh, we was looking at something um, about a year or two ago that women use more apps than men. Yeah, women are on more smartphones than men. 70% of women use smartphones for a little bit of everything. So but, they're but on the go. it can't be internet. It can't be internet because this is internet traffic whether it's on a smartphone or not. 
because yeah. internet traffic is internet traffic. Yes. So yes. we're looking at the the percentage of just internet. Yes, that's so, true. But this is it, it's kind of broken between twelve and women at fifteen percent. Yes, that's true. That's true. Um, it's it's a I mean these numbers. Well, you're talking about thirteen percent is very low. You know what I'm saying compared to what you ex- they expect for a hundred percent of people to be on the internet. Which at 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 one at a given time, right? And that's not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, you got people who just feels that the world is going to come to an end if you get on a computer because the computer is going to control the world yeah, and we're all yeah. going to die a horrible, uh, computerized electronic death. But I mean, again, that's just the robot fantasy that <laughs> most people go on. So moving right along, um, Dennis ethnicity. Um, you have whites at 13%, um, blacks and Hispanic is tied at 16%. Um, feel kind of insulted. We don't have any Asian or any <laughs> other ethnicity on here. So we don't know how that breakdown is, but you know, Hey, a hundred percent of Asians is, is on the internet. Guess what it tells you? Guess well, what it tells you? Yeah, it's a possibility. I really They're smarter don't, than us. I really don't think so. I guess, you know, it depends on where the actual numbers were being taken. So they may not have been in those environments, and they kind of went with black and white and Hispanic, which was the higher percentage of uh, ethnicity in the United States. Um, and here, um, I don't think it's something that most people don't know, but when you go with the age disparity, um, it's 18 to 29, guess what? 1%. So that's what you thought it would be under 10% in all, you know, adults, but the 18 young, to 29, they're you know, always on the computer. They're yeah. always on the computer. Yeah, they always they're, the they're actually searching for things. I'm so they're one, using... I'm the 18 to 29. <laughs> so that's what we're doing. The 30 to 49 is about 4%. Yes. So still very, very good. So they're taking advantage of the what, actual internet and exactly. its resources. You know, and doing that time frame, uh, if, if you're at work, they're truly utilizing that and then we hit the, the 50, 50 to 64, 64 yeah 16, which is right in the average range the 16%. which is 16 percent yeah and then the worst of the worst is the 65 and up which is 41 percent and most of them said this is what they say a third of the non-internet users 34 percent did not go online because they had no Interest, no in interest doing, in at doing all, doing so, mm-hmm. or did not think the internet was relevant to their lives. Yep. Okay. And then Enough. it was the internet was too difficult, difficult to use. Oh, that number, that one right there is I hear that all the so, time. Yeah, we we hear a lot of uh, senior um, um, people that says. And you know what? I don't have time to learn this computer or Mm-mm. work on the internets. Mm-mm. You know, I, I I don't need to work on the internets and the, the Googles. I'm like, no, no, calm down. It's Google <laughs> and the internet. I mean, a lot of them have computers. Like my father has a computer in the house, and all he does is that I play card games on yeah. it, and then they use it as a a, like, a game console, basically. I think that, you know, at some point you can understand why the older generation of the 65 and older don't understand what computers can do for them as far as 
um, making things more easier for them. For example, AARP constantly sent us magazines, like mm-hmm. for real. I said, oh, I was, oh, oh, I forgot. I seem to forget that I am over 50, but I don't read magazines like that. Yeah. So, assumably, they assume that on the, the older generation, which is most like the 65 and older, are the ones that read the magazine. So, that's why they send most of them out. So, anyway. most of them would. I mean, and that's the culture on that they assume. They're not even changing their concept of how people are reading. So, they still sending out magazines. That's a waste of paper. I complain about Absolutely. that every time. I'm like, why you give me a receipt? Don't you know that's a waste of paper? You're tearing down trees that are dying. That's not right. So one of the other things that's kind of interesting, too, is, I mean, we just went through a couple, but we're going to finish um, after the, the age factor. But people said um, it was just too expensive. So if you really think about it, um, the cost of um, Internet service um, Wi-Fi service in the home. Has dropped. Some people really don't know that when they first initially, and if you think back two to three years, it was it was still pretty high. Yeah, it was. But the cost has dropped because it's a lot more competitive. Yeah, but you don't, I mean, think about it this way. I tell people, like, they tell me that, oh, no, I, I don't have internet service. It's like, okay, there's Starbucks, McDonald's, Wendy's, um, what is it, Dunkin' Donuts. All these places have free internet service. I mean, you could sit there and just get a cup of coffee. If you think about it, you could sit there and, and get like a cup of coffee for maybe four, three, four dollars, maybe less if you go to McDonald's, and you could search the internet for hours. But but the, again, it's the engagement if they really want to. So yeah, I may not have it at the home, but eh, I'm too old to de- be dealing with this. And if I start liking it. I still can't afford to have it at home, so I don't want to waste my time. Because I don't be on it. I may not be on it enough to use it. Exactly. I mean, but I'm starting, I noticed that even though they may not be on the internet, there's people who are in that age and use it for other things. Right, right. Because it's a tool. The internet is a tool. You don't necessarily have to go through the same, well, I don't want to be on Facebook. We didn't ask you to be on Facebook. We asked you to use well, the of, internet for what you needed. Well, some for. of them use it like they don't want to pay for a cable service, so they use the use the. Well, no, that's that's just is that internet? No, that's just um, Wi-Fi. Buying the Wi-Fi service. Mm, I'm sorry. Absolutely. I'm going in another direction. But right. Yeah. So <laughs> the the other uh, portion is economics. So those below thirty thousand is 23% that is not on the internet. And that's understandable because that's the cost if they could afford it in their budget. Um, and a lot of times they can't. Yeah, because that's an, that's almost a luxury when you at that range of your of, of the pay scale. And when you when you jump up a little bit from 30 to 50 grand, it at 12%. So 50% almost 50% lower than the 30 they're able to have some access to the internet. And then from 50 to 74, it's at 6%. And, and then the 75K and up is 3%. Is 3%. So, so think about those older people who has that salary range that's, uh, hey, look, I make so much money. I don't need to be on the internet. I got people I can pay to do that for me. So it's, it's pretty interesting in that economic uh, range that uh, who's actually on. Um, but it's ex- to me, I think it's expected. You know, Alicia, when we kind of talk to, um, especially when I when I deal with a lot of people at my job, 
they said, I don't need that as long as I have my phone. I'm fine. I don't need no internet. Yeah, at the a lot house. of people. Yeah, a lot of people depend on their phone, their smartphone, because they pay for data. So it's no need for them to have Wi-Fi. But then again, you have to think of what your kids need for now with school and everything. Going to the next part now with school and everything, it's important to have internet because a lot of stuff is no longer. It, you have to research it. And right. you have to pull that da- uh, information from the internet. And you restrict it. Think about that. You know, these libraries close up because of the um, reduction of money in the states to say, hey, look, these libraries ain't open until late anymore. We're closing them early. Well, hell, you know, remember back in the day, we had encyclopedias. We had to go through to search for information for our projects for school. Exactly. But that's not accessible. So think about it. When, when you come to that, you don't have those. And then you... You know, they made us update them. So the guy come back every oh, yeah. year or two Remember and say, selling are you edition. ready for your new edition? Yeah. And you're like, Jesus, I got to pay more on this. Um, but um, so just like Lisa was saying, um, then your education status. I'm going to go from the bottom up. Um, college plus um, is 3%. Yeah. Some college is about 6%. But so yeah. that's in the optimal range that the majority of people who are educated yeah these are people who are educated yeah, these are they people who, should be using yeah, who are educated right so, that's so about if you right. got a high school diploma high school education is only 23 percent, and if you have less than a high school diploma it's, it's 34 percent. yep so again you i don't know at, any better mm-hmm. you know you're looking so, at the economic mm-hmm. um situation of that person what they're going through do they have a computer if they have one, can they afford internet to get access to what they need? So that all speaks of volumes of, you know, again, you know, the assess- accessibility yep. of um of the internet. Yep. So and those then, two really tie in together, the economics and the education level. So they, they kind of match up really, really well. But so, then, go ahead. So the last part comes down to um the environment. The um, which is urban, which is 12 percent, um, suburban, which is 11 percent, and rural is just 22 percent. Which, again, the reason why I believe rural is having more issues because getting internet out there is not as easy, yes, but also the the uh, again, the cost of they could they afford it anyway. But I think it's more so getting it out there in the rural area, yeah, and and you know, it's kind of understandable, you know, then. You look at the the rural areas and then say, uh, let's look at the women that's in that environment. So are the women at home? Are the women working the, the land? You know, you just don't know. So it's, it's really interesting to see that separation as well. So you take all of these and put all of these together, and then you say, wow, 13%. That's really not as bad. That thirteen really not as bad. No, it's not that bad. It was worse years ago. We we seen numbers higher than this, almost right. triple the numbers. And so you could you could understand why the numbers are going down. And I think that where the way things are going with technology, the thing now with the smartphone, knowing that you um with programming with um. I'm working from home. Um, you're going to start to see a lot of those, the numbers even drop even more because, um, and then you got people who are in their sixties and up, you're going to, they, they're not going to, to do it. They most likely do a smartphone. If a person teach them, uh, teach them how easy it is to use a, a smart device. Like I taught my aunt, you know, having a smartphone instead of a flip phone. Um, they seem to enjoy having those devices 
um, because it makes it more easy for them. So if people, if family members take the time and buy these um, elder uh, members of their family over 65, like an iPad, um, which is amazing for them, they will pick it up and use it more often. So we thought that was an interesting segue to what we just finished was Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Okay, now so, here we go. So when when we you know looked at the numbers from there, we saw that there were more shoppers but less spending. So that was a little weird for me. What do you mean, what do you mean by more shopping but less spending? That so they went out but they didn't buy anything. But when you look at the data, the data said most people went out and purchase things that was on sale. Yeah. They, they were looking a lot for of deals. The bargains. Yes, and there's what, a lot of deals. Whichever, you know, company had the deals, mm-hmm. that's what they went for. So their actual payout was less than, um, less on average than the previous year. I mean, and they were out there. They were out there. I can tell you, Samsung put a sale out on all their TVs. Of course, when Samsung put a sale out on all the TVs, then everybody else lowered their price to all the TVs. But somebody was always going to do better than Samsung and Amazon and Best Buy. So, you know, finding out that Dell offered the same TVs with a 200, they they were giving away gift cards for Dell, ranging from $100 all the way up to $300, depending on what you buy on a TV. So, just imagine if I was looking, if I was looking for a deal like that, the same people were looking for the same deals. Absolutely. So yeah, there were more people shopping and yeah, they were finding better deals out there. So that was like really profound, you know? So now people is like, like a friend, um, a family member is like, Oh yeah, I'm going to Walmart for the, you know, black Friday. I was like, why them same deals are going to be online. All you got to do is just get on there first thing in the morning and buy. Yep. And your pajamas. And, 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 yep. And see, and the thing is, a lot of these companies prep you a week prior to weeks, saying, two "Here weeks, it, here it comes. Weeks. It's coming. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to start my sales online on that Monday or or, or Tuesday, but the same sales is going to be on on Friday. And then one technique that they was telling people to do is, if you was going to shop online, just put it all on into your shopping cart. Hold it there. Yeah, they do. And then when Friday gets there, you click on it and you're good. <laughs> yep. I mean, why yep. bother to say, oh, but yeah. I better hurry up and get it. It's already in your car. Yeah, they did. They try every which way to get people to buy their products um, before it was time. It was, it, I mean, it was really, really easy. You know, yeah. a lot of people, it just, you know, just seeing a lot of people doing a lot of shopping. <laughs> I mean, we was looking at some, you know, he was like, hey, babe. Damn, Amazon, their their um cyber uh, cyber Monday. If you buy something off of what is it, Amazon Echo, mm-hmm. um, you get ten dollar gift card. So we're, what you think we were doing? We were looking for something to buy to get a ten dollar gift card. How many other people were doing the same damn thing? But but again, we wasn't just gonna buy to buy. You know, I if know. it was something that you needed, I know, you would you get know. a $10 gift card for Doesn't later. Doesn't matter. You could buy two damn toilet paper packs for $17 and get $10 back. How many fools would be doing that? <laughs> so I, I didn't look at it in that way. I, I looked at it to say, hey, look, everything that we wanted to do or wanted to get at 
how do I get gift cards, um, discounts, anything that I could to reduce my cost from the original cost that we're doing? And like Alicia said, you know, you had a thousand dollar TV with a two hundred dollar back, and then with Amazon. If you bought these two items, you got uh, a fifty dollar gift card. So I'm getting um, the Amazon dots uh, for ten dollars because they gave me fifty dollars. <laughs> so I'm turning around. I'm like, you got it. I, you know, I'm definitely going to do that. So when you take advantage of these, it's more so if you are online because they're giving you that comparison and not just going to the to the Amazons. You go to the Best Buy. You go to the yeah, Dells. And you I'm go telling to you. the Tiger Direct. You go to all of these miscellaneous ones and find out who's going to give you that extra deal. Now, them people were in them stores with them apps, and they were scanning them stuff and saying, hey, I can get it cheap over here. Best Buy, will you match it? If they're in there, Best Buy is going to match it because they want that product off their shelf. They rather get it from them taking it off their shelf than to go them taking it somewhere else. Because you know, I tried. I actually tried Amazon, where I said, "Hey, Dell is offering this deal. Are you going to match it?" They said no. So guess what I did? I bought it where I'm going to get the best deal from. So you know, you have to think about it that way. You know, where's the best deal? And that's going to go. And that's with everything all through the year. Now that people know the tricks and trades of trying to save money, they're going to use these same apps all through the year. And, and you know, another heads up for people, too. You know, when you say you want to grab these apps, think about it. There was some fraudulent apps built this yeah. season. So be aware if you're still out there shopping, still be aware there's some yeah. fraudulent apps. Yeah, but they were. And, and be they able were, to look at that. Yeah, but they were and all to kind of to bad. validate that because if you're looking at retail type apps, you should yeah, those make were, sure that they're legitimate. Yeah, they were like um, retail apps like um, where these companies haven't even recreated a retail app. Like, But know, who knows that? No, so they we, don't. And let's they, go back. Let's go back to what we just talked about. You got people who's not even online. But somebody's at somebody's house saying, hey, girl, get online. You get a TV just like me. Download that app on your phone and you'll be able to get yeah, this. Yeah, but see, that now we're going to the part that I, that's the fault of Apple and Google Play. Anybody who approved these apps should know what companies, major companies, have, have it. And they should, I mean, if they don't know it, that's their fault. No, they should be I, responsible but, but again, for what's being put out there. I, I got to disagree with you because you can't look to validate that that is a company or validate a company. That takes too much time on the the app approval. Or they want to make sure that these apps are, you know, doesn't have anything derogatory, uh, won't cause so any you're saying that, spamware okay, let's, or you, anything from that. You're going to say that if it doesn't say Macy's.inc created this app, Mm-hmm. And they put, and I say Alicia Carr created this app. They're going to approve it. So think about it. They have Macy's apps that says, uh, I'm not working for Macy's, but I make this app so you know when they have sales. It has nothing to do with shopping, but it's, I made an app because I'm always in Macy's and I want to give people, hey, you no, know, that's these not, are the days that, like that. That's not what they were talking about. They no, were I t- got you. They were talking about the retail the same, stores. No, but. The same concept is if I can't validate that you work for Macy's, then 
How do I know this app is the same way? They have to, they, if there's 10 different Macy's app by 10 different people, doesn't that tell you that, um, that's not Macy's? No. I mean, so 10, so Macy's have 10 different apps in the iTunes store. Mm -hmm. So all of them are done by one person and they all, they're not all done by one person. They're all done by different people. You're going to tell me that Apple or Google play can't tell the difference. No, but why should they? They should, because no, they that, should know that there's one app for one company. No, it's not one app for one company. I just told you, I am a Macy's shopper, and I'm going to go and make an app, so when you want to know when the sales come out, that's a Macy's app. No, they don't do it that way. I mean, I, they, you're saying that, okay, okay, well, I don't see it that way. I see it as... When Macy created an app, there is a Macy's app. And that's what they were saying what the issue was. There was somebody creating a, a Big Lot app, and Big Lots don't have an app. That's mm. what they were talking about. As far as finding the best deals, there are apps that just scan, you scan your product, and you find the best deal. No, I got you. I got you. So, I mean, but the good thing is they, they people went out to the brick and mortar, so they actually went out and they were able to, you know, get their sales not only at the stores, but a lot more online. So that made uh, shopping tremendous. Um, but more people were able to get what they wanted because, hey, they went after the sales. You know, they really and that was just for Black Friday. But if you look at um, uh, what was it? Cyber Monday. It says smashes online sales record. So again, whatever was left over and they knew they could only get it online, those people who probably didn't get anything on Friday, uh, they spent 12.1% more in Cyber Monday than 2015. And, you know, and 2.6 more than um, what they predicted would be. So great sales when everything is changing to online, you know what I mean? So it's just easier for it to be online. If you have the capability, have the um, accessibility, you know, that's going to increase. It's going to continue to increase. So I, I just thought that Cyber Monday, um, we did a couple of things on that. But, again, we didn't need to do it because the previous week uh, we had the sales ahead of time. So that made that really, really interesting. So that's what we got for the Cyber Monday, uh, Black Friday, and 13% of folks who just don't have a clue. <laughs> but the next thing we wanted to look at is DirecTV Now. So uh, for those who have cable, those who have satellite, those who say, look, I don't need these 200 channels that's worthless that I'm paying over 100 something dollars. And here's the key. I'm paying for a box in each and every room. I'm paying for that. That makes no sense for me to be leasing that and paying a monthly rate for all of these. So this is what happened. Okay. So actually, AT&T DirecTV was not supposed to make the announcement until later on this um, in December. But we're not in December yet. We're still in October, I mean, November. And so, um, one of the other streaming servers, I think it was sling, um, decided to make their announcement to some changes they were making to their product, their streaming service. And so AT&T said, F it, 
Let me go announce it tomorrow. We're going to announce it tomorrow. So what they did was they announced it a, a couple of weeks before time and said that, yes, they have um, DirecTV now. It is a um, streaming service with four different packages um, that allows us to eliminate all boxes, all um, DirecTV boxes and a satellite dish. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. From our um, service. So, and looking at the price difference, it's, and we, you know, me and, me and my husband, we actually looked at our DirecTV bill and we looked at what they had to offer for direct, um, TV now. And it is a huge savings to what we would be actually saving a huge savings. You know, if you really, really need those channels, you shouldn't be looking at, hey, look, why am I paying $40, $50 for a set of channels that I really don't need, but I have to pay for it because within that, it has the three channels that I'm probably looking at. And the one thing that, you know, the four services they got is Live a Little, which is $35 for 60 channels. Then it's Just Right, which is $50 for 80 channels. Go Big, which is $60 for 100 channels. And got to have it, which is $70 for 120 channels. Now, what they're doing is the go big, which was $60. They're going to be offering it for $35 for the next four, the next couple of months, I guess, to get a lot of people into it. And as long as you get that, you'll pay that price as long as you don't cancel the service. If you do, you have to come back and you have to pay the regular price, which is $60. Still a great, that's a huge savings compared to what a lot of people are saving. With the got with the gotta have it, this is the good part. Cinemax, HBO, five dollars each, and my HBO on Directv is eighteen goddamn dollars. Exactly. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. So, so we already can get three services for the price of one. Not only that, if you stay, if you if you decide to get Directv now, you have a choice of getting. An Apple TV, the new version, Generation 4, or or the Amazon Fire Stick. Now, if you do the Apple TV, you have to be with them for three months. If you do the Amazon Fire Stick, you only have to be with them one month. So this still is a great deal. Absolutely. It's still the only thing that is the bad part about it, it doesn't have DVR. Yes. So the, the one thing that they do not give you access to is to pause and rewind. But they are aware of that, and they said in 2017, they will, bring in, they will be bringing it out. Now they'll get, And also, they're selling TVs along with this. So, I mean, I, I've been waiting for this. I mean, I got into a real serious discussion with somebody at Costco who happened to work for DirecTV, and I'm like, I know more than his ass. Forgive me for saying that. But he didn't even know about the DirecTV now. And he was talking about, no, no, we already have that service. No, darling. This is a streaming service. DirecTV, ATT is supposed to be putting it out. I hate when somebody tells me I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But, again, DirecTV, AT&T, this is a great idea. Um, You can take this everywhere you go. You can stream this anywhere you go. You don't have to be at home. Um, streaming the service or trying to get your DVR. He's like, damn it, I forgot to record this one TV show. You ain't got to worry about that no more. So this is just an awesome, you know, opportunity to save a hell of a lot of money. 
Absolutely. And and the thing is, which is, you know, if you're saying, well, you know, um, now I don't have a box. Well, you know, you can stream it from the Amazon Fire TV. So if the stick is $39 and the Amazon Fire TV player is $89. So if you want to go the Amazon route, you have a... Uh, a player that you can be able to actually stream it on. If not, the Apple TV is what? 169, baby? Apple TV is 169. It's 169, mm-hmm. but look around. You could probably get I think it it's around 149, 149. So be aware of those sales. So once again, we're looking for to reduce our costs overall. So once we buy another one, we're fine. But, you know, we already have it. And Roku will be in next year, but I think yeah, it's Roku. the new mm-hmm. Roku as opposed to uh, the previous version. We got a previous version of it, so we won't be able to use our Roku. No, but they again, said you can't use your Roku. With the previous version? Yeah. They oh, have, great, great, yeah, they great. have all the version of the Roku that can be used. So that, that really works. I mean, so you stream from these devices, so you should be able to get this service regardless. Um so really exciting. Uh, I can save money. I don't have to worry about connecting a box to it or an antenna. Um, but I would. It's funny. I would love to see where they're going with this satellite. You know what I mean? So if you're gonna get rid of satellite, what are they gonna do? Hey, so AT and T brought no direct TV hey, people to come and fix your satellite. <laughs> that was an extra charge of seven dollars. Absolutely, and you know you you have them to come out. You're looking at certain things. But now they're putting the onus on um, those devices that you have. They said, well, you're going to have to call Apple or you're going to have to call Amazon. So all we're doing is streaming it directly to you. So really interesting. We thought that was a really, really good addition today because uh, I think it was released when Monday. They're releasing they're re- um, on November 30th, which is tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. You can register for it. So we're registering and reducing it. The only other thing we're worrying about it is the NFL ticket, and we just got to make you know some decisions personally on that. But uh, that's still something that's optional, that's out there, and we'll be able to check that out too. But um, that's our tech talk today. Um, we wanted to get a couple of things out. Um, we'll be talking about the Amazon speaker um, as well as the Netflix, Netflix 4K streaming that you can get on PCs, but there's a catch. Um, but we'll be able to let you know what that catch is uh, because they already have 4K service that we really wasn't aware of. But Netflix kind of nickel and dime you. They got a nickel and dime you for the HD. Now they're going to nickel and dime you for the 4K. So uh, we'll let you know about that as well. But um, uh, thanks for stopping by for our Tech Talk News And we'll talk to you next time on Urban Lifestyle Cafe. And don't forget to hit us up on Uh, Dreadlock Connoisseur. And what else, baby? Check out your Twitter account. Uh, Urban Wine Life and Urban Lifestyle Cafe. Okay, you can find me on Find BLK Woman (laughs) on Twitter as well as my um, blog, which is um, coffee, women, and tech. Yep. So you want to see a little more details. A lot of this is going to be on there. And you'll be able to see the upcoming things that we'll be talking about. 
And thank you for your time. And we'll see you soon on Urban Lifestyle Cafe.